Thanks for listening in to the official Heartland podcast. This is Amber Marshall sharing with you the inside scoop of what goes on behind the scenes with some of our lead cast and crew. We're looking back at 15 seasons reflecting on the history of Heartland and leading up to the premiere broadcast of season 16. For those of you in Canada, you can watch the season 16 premiere of Heartland on CBC and the free streaming service CBC Gem starting Sunday, October 2nd. We all know her as Lou on Heartland. Tune in as Michelle Morgan explains her connection to her character and how she made it in on the show in the nick of time. Hey, I'm Michelle Morgan and I play Lou on Heartland. When I got the audition for Heartland, I was just really at the beginning of my my acting career. I had been acting in Toronto for just over a year um, out of theater school and things had just started picking up steam for me. I was waitressing also kind of full-time to pay the bills, but I had recently booked my first big gig, which was a lead in a feature, a George Romero zombie film, which is a big deal for me. And I was actually in the midst of, or I was about to start shooting that. And I got the Heartland audition and I remember I really liked it. And I went and I worked with an acting coach on not just that Heartland audition, but a couple other auditions I was also working on at the same time. And And then I went into a studio off of Young Street in Toronto to to film my self-tapes because they were requesting self-tapes to send to Calgary. And I remember doing that self-tape really vividly because I felt like I connected with the character. Um, Sometimes doing auditions, you just sort of do them and send them and cross your fingers and you don't really know. You hope you did your best. But with this one, I felt it did feel different. Like I felt like, no, like I know this character there's something special and I need to get this right so we did it a couple times and I remember the guy helping me tape it who worked at the studio was like yeah that was was good you know we could go home with that and I was like no we gotta do it one more time and we did it a third time and I felt like okay that's the character and when I finished it like these guys they do self-tapes all day they see thousands of actors they're you know pretty jaded in some ways but he he kind of took a moment was like yeah that was that was really good and I was like yeah that's the one New York. Guess you'll be heading backwards. Well, that was the plan, yeah. But, uh, looks like I'll be sticking around here dealing with a few things first. Like the bank. They've been calling. Bank never calls just to say hello. Yeah, tell me about it. You seen these bills? So we sent that in, and then I went about my business. I was waitressing, I was acting in this film, doing all this stuff, and I was actually on a set of that film when I found out that I'd gotten the part on Heartland for the pilot. And, uh, and, and my agent was like, actually, she, it was really random. She called me. She said, did you send in a self tape for Heartland? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. And she was like, okay, I'll call you back. (laughs) And then next thing I know I had booked that part Normally you might hear back within a week or five days if they're interested, but three weeks radio silence and suddenly like an offer being called in is, is odd. I think she was, she'd kind of forgotten about it. I I think they had a bit of a long process too. Not only that, but they cast Amber really late, Amy. And I don't think they felt comfortable casting I'm guessing, this is me guessing, that they would have wanted to pick their number one first, Amy, 
and then then pick their their sister, their Lou, and make sure that they actually look like sisters. You know what I mean? If I was casting the show, I would have picked my Amy first, and they didn't pick Amber till like very very late in the game. I I think I was on set, and I told one of my coworkers and uh, my uh, a co-star um, on George Romero's Diary of the Dead, and. And he lived in LA and was, and it was funny because he was a little bit like, he laughed about it a little, like not in a mean way, but in a joking way, he was like, oh, you're gonna go be in the new little mosque on the prairie is what he said. And I was like, I was happy. I was excited about it. It was my first pilot, but he was just teasing me, you know, but like jokes on you, buddy, that little mosque on the prairie show. No, but Heartland, it went 15 years and counting and it's been, probably one of the best acting gigs you could book so <laughs> so the crazy thing with heartland was that the the last week of my the feature i was shooting overlapped with the first week of the pilot it was a two week pilot or less than that it was like 9 days so i wasn't really available and so i thought oh no this isn't going to work and then my agent said well do you have any days off that week of filming and i said yeah i have one day off and it wasn't even really a day off because we were working like really late one night and then starting the next you know what i mean it was like it was like not even a full day off but i said yeah i've got that day off and she said okay it's winter but they're going to fly you on the red eye when you're done working on your film for the day fly you on the red eye to calgary you'll shoot that day in calgary then take the red eye back to Toronto and luckily the producers of my film were cool with that because a lot of producers would say no uh, because they would worry about for example a snowstorm and the flight would get canceled but luckily the producers I think just understood that it was important and and they were cool with it um, and also luckily Michael and Jordy and Tom uh, were cool with that situation as well because it was risky now what they did to protect themselves on the heartland side was they also flew in the second choice for to play lou so they protected themselves by bringing in this other actress uh a day earlier she apparently met the cast they went for she went for the cast dinner because i wasn't there and so she went on the cast dinner met everyone and then waited and knew like she that was the understanding she got paid to get flown there to wait and in case i didn't make it so she had to learn all the lines and assume that she was doing it until she wasn't but i of course made it on time and, and did my day and flew home and then came back and finished the pilot i never met her till years later she because she she left and i dived right in i didn't meet her um, but I think like five years later, I, I randomly met her at an audition and she introduced herself to me and she was a really sweet, really, really nice person. <laughs> so as far as my expectations, I, I didn't really have any going into doing Heartland because I'd never been a lead on a series. Some things were, were better than I expected. Um, like for example, as soon as I walked into the hair and makeup trailer, the greeting I got from Sean Johnston was so lovely. He goes, there's our Lou. <laughs> and I'd never met this guy. And he came and gave me a big hug. And, and I just felt so welcomed by him. Um, and I loved working with Dean Bennett. He was still relatively new as a director at that time. I mean, not new, but sort of. And so he just had this amazing energy. And um, I loved working with Dean on that pilot. 
but you know, it was surprising working on Heartland to me because I didn't know that the Western world was so alive and well in Canada. Uh, I didn't know that all these cowboys with silk scarves and fringed leather jackets, suede jackets. And like, I didn't know that this was like still so alive and well and cowboy poetry and rodeos. And I just thought that that was, I don't know, like a Texas thing or a New Mexico thing, but here I was suddenly immersed in it. So that was surprising and beautiful. And I really enjoyed kind of like immersing myself a bit in cowboy culture and Western culture and the Rockies and hiking. And I really, really enjoyed that. And I took advantage of that a lot. I remember the first few seasons, just getting a rental car every weekend and going to Drumheller and going to the Rockies and hiking and just exploring Alberta. And I loved that. I've had so many stages and waves of feeling about it. I, you know, at first, of course, it's like really new and exciting. And then you settle into it. And, and I, I remember the first like five or six years, it being like a lot of just experimenting with my style of acting and, and trying to like be the best actor I could and working with acting coaches and like uh, trying different things too. And, and really like, it was really about my acting and, and how grounded I could make it and how good and how funny and how all those things. Um, and then I got a little bored of it for a while. And, you know, when you're on a show that long, I remember at one point kind of not being as excited about it. And then I started to switch gears slowly towards, slowly towards directing, uh, shadowing, making my own shorts, directing the digital series Hudson, and then ultimately directing on the show. But I think that I needed that just to keep myself artistically engaged and excited. Oh, there are too many to, to list, too many memorable moments. I mean, I remember filming Lou's wedding and it was minus 40 degrees and me and Sean were sitting in a truck, Jack's pickup up front of the church and Lou's getting cold feet and Jack's talking her off the cliff. And uh, we filmed that scene, it was so cold and I was kind of hyperventilating and I remember like my lips stopped moving. <laughs> Like if you watch the scene, like I suddenly couldn't move my mouth. And I think it was a combination of the cold and the fact that like Lou was hyperventilating in the scene a bit. And I just suddenly couldn't move my lips anymore. It was so awful. Um, <laughs> but the, the scene, that whole, that wedding was so beautiful. I just was blown away. Um, I always say this, but I loved the, the episode where we drove cattle into Hudson, like the whole family, we drove a herd of cattle into the town because the cattle driving thing is so fun. I love it. Like I, I love being on a horse and pushing cows. Um, and just that experience is amazing. You know, every time I'm working with Gabe Hogan is fun because he's so funny and hilarious and just like lots of good memories of working with him. Um, and then just recently this season, Amber and I did a scene where we're like kind of they rode in the script galloping across the field but it's not galloping we're like cantering across this field but pretty fast and we did it a few times and it was such a beautiful fall day the light was amazing and it was really fun to do that with amber because lou doesn't get to do that that much and i just i loved it that was just this from this year yeah um i have a lot of close friendships on set for many years, it was mostly with crew because when I started on the show, I was like in my mid twenties and everyone was either like adults or, you know, like middle-aged or like, you know, there was the teen crew. There was like 
Amber and, and Graham and Cindy, and they were like young, really young. And so I just sort of became friends with the crew because they were people my, more like my age. And so I made really, really close friends with all kinds of people, hair and makeup people, um, camera people, uh, yeah, uh, cinematographers, directors. And then slowly over the years as, uh, and Sean and I were always really close, Sean Johnson, he was like family to me. And then over the years as Amber grew and especially, you know, as she became like a woman and, 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 and you know, married and all those things, we've sort of like our age difference has evened out in a lot of ways and we've become really, really close and we have a lot more in common. And, and now, yeah, to the point where, where I would say she's my closest friend on set and I just like love to see her and we have, we're not like friends who like call each other all the time and meet, but we have that closeness of sisters that it's like, oh, there you are. I can tell you this and we can talk about these things because she's like a sister to me. Hey, it's Bill. Have you talked to Peter yet? Is that why you're so stressed? No, I haven't. And I know I can't let this go on any longer. I have to let him know what I want to do one way or the other. But? But I'm torn. I mean, that camping trip with Katie, she made it perfectly clear that she's fine. Better than fine. I mean, she's certainly not hoping Peter and I will get back together. So if she's fine, then maybe I shouldn't rock the boat. Well, that's great, Lou. But are you fine? <laughs> No, clearly I'm not. It's like that sisterly relationship where we can like tease each other and call each other on stuff and, you know, point out things to each other and ask each other for advice and probably get on each other's nerves a bit. Like all those things that happen with sisters, I'd say that that's true of us. So the episodes that were the most impactful to me were definitely the ones that I was able to direct. Um, obviously I was part of every aspect of those episodes being part of the preparation and making all the decisions early on about you know art and props and costumes and casting so when you're directing you have so you have so much of a say in how the episode comes out and I uh, I learned so much I've done three episodes now the first one was in season 14 episode 9 find me in the dark and uh, oh my gosh I just loved every second of that process so I directed episode seven this year uh, bluebird and episode eight just getting started and um, learn so much through the process um, particularly episode seven this year the script was so beautiful and I'm just really really happy with how it turned out I've worked with a lot of directors that have had a huge impact on me um, and I've learned from them I, I shadowed Bruce McDonald, and he's been a mentor to me. Um, I've also become really good friends with um, Grant Harvey, and he's helped me a lot. Like as I've been directing, I call him and I run ideas by him and I talk to him and he's been so helpful and, and just, yeah, I'm hoping to continue directing. I'm, I'm hoping to direct another series. MOW is my own feature. Yeah, everything. Thanks for being a part of this amazing journey. That concludes our latest episode of the official Heartland podcast. Tune in next time and we will have another special guest giving their intel on 15 seasons and the history of Heartland. We'll have new episodes of the podcast every Tuesday and Friday until the Heartland season 16 premiere on CBC and CBC Gem, Sunday, October 2nd.